bounty hunter. You are the And I don't mean it metaphorically or rhetorically or poetically or theoretically or any other fancy way. I'm deaf and straight up. Hey guys, what's up and welcome to Young Titan World. That was a beautiful little edit made by Nez Posts um, on TikTok. It's, uh, as you may have recognized, the sound of death. The new killer wolf in Puss in Woods. I've never heard of such a character, at least not in all the Puss in Boots um, novels I've read, but I guess I've never really read extensively when it comes to those kind of tales. But damn, the nigga is a little too extreme. Like, I'm not saying he's, he's over the top. It's like he's so good, he shouldn't be in, like, Puss in Boots. He should be in a freaking blockbuster movie though like honestly the guy's just so hardcore it's it's like it's so unreal that they would put him in such a cuddly universe as puss in boots i mean like if you understand or if you follow the kind of trend that puss in boots takes it's supposed to be comedic it's supposed to be funny it's supposed to be lighthearted. it's supposed to be that sort of childish play going on but that's just takes all that puts that in a package and tosses it down the ocean man because honestly he's he's just i just i don't know the first time that i saw him you know like the first moment that he made the scene was when he got into the bar as puss in boots was like just trying to drink his milk and praise himself and all of a sudden we have this thick tall hunk of chaos just sitting right by its side have no idea how the nigga just came in there so super silently and all of a sudden he's now everybody's problem oh my god my ring is gone well anyways that's how it happens um but that's not what we're talking about today i just thought it was a really great way to open up the conversation about movies and speaking of movies we're gonna be dealing with top 10 movies you guys should be looking forward to this year 2023 so if you're in the mood for that get ready for one sick ass ride um usually there's supposed to be some sort of interlude before we get into that part but since i've claimed that everything here is raw as in raw you can't get anything more than my voice um yeah, you're gonna be stuck with my silence and every single thing that I have to offer on this channel. Not that I, like, intended. I could do the edits. I mean, they will suck in the beginning, but they will get better with time. I just feel like sometimes you get so good at editing, you don't have to be funny anymore. And I'm, I guess maybe my goal is to be funny and at the same time try to be the same person that I am 24-7. Because I'm told I talk a lot. And when I say a lot... I mean like a lot i've also been trying to do this thing where i can i don't know how to say this i can talk 
at the same time as I, what they call it, um, as I, how would you say this? And talk at this as the same time as I do something else, you know, multitasking, because I I can't seem to do it. The moment I try to talk, it seems like I say nonsense, and if I say nonsense, you will not understand the words that are coming out of my mouth. And that is not my goal here. Okay, I'm here to inform you, here to educate you, just here to give you the rundown, the basic things that you should be checking out this year. Um, this should have been anime. I'm aware of that, but um, I have a feeling that we should really just take a look at movies because um, clearly. If we don't take care, this entire year is just gonna be us talking about what Ant Man did to get his face pounded in by, you know, our Lord and Savior, freaking amazing, outstanding black guy, being a white guy. Okay, fine. We can't even finish that sentence as well because I've forgotten his damn name. What's his name again? Um, Kang. The Conqueror, which is absolutely stunning, stunning. Okay, now let 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 let's get down to business, can we? So, um, apparently in December we're, we're starting actually in December to um accumulate all that will happen in this year. We're gonna be given Wonka. Now. For those who are like a little too young for this, it's not a big deal. Wonka has just been there for such a long time. A lot of people have played Wonka, right? I mean, the only one that I remember is Johnny Depp because, let's face it, he's everyone's favorite. Now, Wonka, which is coming in December, it's a big Q4 for your man Timmy. Now, his Willy Wonka origin story is one of the most hotly anticipated movies of the year. And pictures of him in costume in Lime Regis, of all places, sent much of the internet into a tailspin last year. Presumably, we'll see how Wonka yoked the Oompa Loompas to fill his chalky fiefdom. The auspices are decent. Paul King and Simon Farnaby, respectively, the director and the writer of the last two Paddington films, and Aaron Board and Rowan Atkinson, Sally Hawkins and Olivia Coleman will pop up too. No freaking way! Mr. Bean is gonna be on this. Is this is incredible? I mean, I've seen most of his works, and definitely he's got the depth of a pure actor that nigga's got so much on him that's crazy yeah but i would love to see him in wonka though that's interesting um and number nine we have dune part two after they gave us a dune film with um zendaya and uh timothy timothy chalamet i think they're coming back again into the hood now it's back to arrakis for dennis villanue's follow-up to the against the odds Belter Dune, where Florence Pugh, Austin Butler, Christopher Walken, and Leah Sidhu are waiting to join Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya in the crap over the welfare of the known universe. Now, that is. Wait, did I say crap? In the scrap over 
the welfare of the known universe like i do not know why my mind wanted to say crap man that's just weird um at number eight we have next goal wins that's coming in september now taiko watiti's fictionalized adaptation of one of the best documentaries seen in many many a long year has been in the works for ages but presumably he's been a bit busy taking over the mcu and marrying rita ora wait what that can't be it that that is not true that is not he's marrying rita oh fucking hell oh fucking hell that can't be the case man that can't be the fucking case in 2001 the american samoan national football team got pumped 31 to nil by australia and where by most reckonings the worst football team in the world then they brought in hard arse dutch american coach thomas rongen and things started to change and should be uplifting and lovely now at number seven we would have barbie which uh, i think that's margot robbie and um the other guy you've forgotten his name haven't you no goslin ryan goslin now bobby is coming in july though it's now more mean than film after those retina burning shots from the set it's important to remember that this is a Greta Gerwig film starring Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie and co-scripted with Noah Baumbach. That's no guarantee it's going to work, but my god, it'll be fascinating to find out. I should say so myself. Those two are great together and their, I guess their, their energy is pretty much very electronic, not they're fiery oh my god my synonyms my words they don't make no sense it's just that when you see them on set it's just like true love even though it's like uh, it's plastic but you still like it anyways um anyways apart from that we have roosevelt which doesn't really have an no it doesn't have a release date but it's pretty much in the works so as we're assuming it's gonna be coming out anytime soon in 2023 leo dicaprio and martin scorsese martin scorsese films are it turns out like london buses scorsese's biopic will be about the supposedly bear sparing teddy roosevelt rather than the world war ii winning franklin d but there's still some doubt over whether Roosevelt will take Scorsese's attention ahead of another DiCaprio joint, The Wager, about a bunch of mutinous 1740s sailors in Brazil. Then there's another one on the go, crime thriller Flowers of the Killer Moon, which boasts both DiCaprio and Robert De Niro. Can't wait for those ones. I don't know, man. I just feel as if I don't like drama that much. So when they put drama or these like related to real life situations, when they bring those up, I just instantly fall asleep. And I know it's a bad thing. I'm supposed to be more appreciative of the art, you know, the like just what Tarantino was saying that action movies are not supposed to be like a big thing because it's basically robbing the entire movie industry of any authenticity and whatever that means all right now and again we also have mission impossible dead reckoning part one 
I would feel that this guy should be done with all the Mission Impossibles. I've I've seen this since I was a kid, since I was seven years old, and this guy just keeps running and running and running on set. Dude, his cardio on this shit is insane. This nigga is more fit than Usain Bolt. This nigga's been running the entire time. Now, I'd feel like, it feels like there should be another piece of grammatical furniture in there, but seeing more than one colon feels like overkill, even by the M.I. Universe's standard. Director Chris McQuarrie and Tom Cruise returned for another sequel for the most reliable, brilliant mega franchise around. Plot details are light on the ground, but an international incident over an apparent attempt to blow up a historically important Polish train bridge for a big set piece is a big pointer. The rumor is that this two-parter could wrap up the series altogether. I would be interested in knowing more about that, seeing as this has been such a long time coming. I mean, like, every single time you would assume that the next Mission Impossible movie they brought out would be the last one, but it never was. It never is. It never is. It just keeps going. If Tom Cruise even decides to step down from this franchise, they would be so desperate to make another one that they'll probably go get someone else. I don't know, like uh, Ryan Reynolds, because technically there is nothing that's stopping them from making another Mission Impossible movie. I'm not upset about this or anything. I just feel like it's a little bit um, too much. Why can't you make a sequel, a prequel, something else that doesn't have to deal with a mission? How about a date, a birthday party, something? <laughs> Sorry. Okay, Um, another movie that we're supposed to be expecting this time of the year is Oppenheimer, which is actually being hyped by a lot of people, and it'll be coming out on 23rd of July. Now, this is an intriguing first post-Peaky project for your man Cillian. Yes, after, you know, <laughs> Peaky Blinders, Peaky fucking Blinders. You know, we can't because we want to. He's been a trusted lieutenant of time-bending tech thriller wizard Christopher Nolan. But this is the first lead part in the Nolan film. His verse biopic since The Wind That Shakes the Barley and the first act in the rest of his career. The eponymous, the eponymous, the eponymous Oppenheimer is J. Roberts, the father of the atomic bomb. We don't know what part of Oppenheimer's life is still focused on, but Sills told Esquire earlier this year that the role felt immense and terrifying. Oh, the rest of the cast is ridiculous too. We've got Florence Pugh, we've got Robert Downey Jr., Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Rami Malek, Gary Oldman, Kenny Bernard, and more besides. The difference with this one is the story that exists. Everybody knows what happened, Murphy told us. But Chris is telling it in a different way. As with Chris, you would expect. That's all I can say. Intriguing. Yes, it is indeed. After he brought out Batman, every single man on this earth bowed down to Christopher Nolan for giving us such an iconic character, which we have already seen time and time again, and still we love him for it. So I guess Hoppenheimer is gonna be one heck of a doodah. I'm saying that in all positivity because Cillian is just amazing, and given the cast that I just mentioned right now, it's gonna be insane. It's gonna be insane. I just hope that we can have the heart to um, 
contain such gracious chaos. Now, another movie that's coming out is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which is coming out in 30th of June, on the 30th of June. Now, this is the first indie film to be out of Steven Spielberg's hands, and it got its title at the end of 2022. Fortunately, there's a scant detail to work with other than Harrison Ford's back for one last crack of the whip. One last, really? This this keeps going on and on. They say last, but it's never really last. It's like last but 17. You know what I mean? Because they are going to milk this cow as many times as they fucking can. James Mangold is directing and Phoebe Waller-Bridge is involved in some way. Mangold feels like a smart choice. He did wonders with the autumnal and genuinely moving Logan and could well give Indy the send-off he deserves, even though he probably had that a long time ago, but we're still gonna do it again. Oh, and the other big reveal from the trailer is that the 80-year-old Ford has been CGI'd back into sexy 9081 Indy's face. I don't believe in magic, he rumbles in the seas, but then John Rhys Davis pops up as old pal Sala, and Indy's off riding a horse along Broadway during a ticker tape parade. There are rumors that the Dial of Destiny is an artifact linked to either a Nazi time-traveling device or something that lets the user change their fate. Elsewhere, there's a fight on top of a train, a tuk-tuk chase, and a boulder rolling through a tunnel. It all feels very, very, very nostalgic. Trying to bring back the old days, but dude, we've done this already. He's gone. Why do we have to bring him back? The nigga want to sleep. Doesn't he want to go into retirement or something? I mean, 80 is a long way in. He, he does also have like, I don't know, like a Grammy, right? So he, sh- he should not be like so bent on making this happen. Well, whatever, man. Another one that we can check out is Asteroid City, which is coming out in 16th June. Now, Wes Anderson's licked his finger and rifled through the old Rolodex to pull together a cast for his 50s set rom-com, which includes, but is not limited to, Tilda Swinton, Adrian Brody, Tom Hanks, Margot Robbie, Jason Schwartzman, Scarlett Johansson, Brian Cranston, Jeff Goldblum, Jeffrey Wright, Maya Hawke, Edward Norton, Steve Carell, Willem Dafoe, Rita Wilson, and Jarvis Cocker. <sighs> They'll all be piling pell-mell to the titular city, a desert town. Is a desert town, a desert town, a desert town, desert town, a desert town where students and their parents compete in a stargazing competition. You know, already whether you're going to enjoy this, according to Wes Anderson's style of movie. He does Wes Anderson things for what it's worth. I didn't really care for French Dispatch. Me neither, because guess what? I didn't watch the damn thing. But he is time. But this time, he's got Tom Hanks. So, you know, maybe Tommy will be able to bring life into this thing. And I'm sorry for the close-ups. It must be messing with your ear, isn't it? Well, sorry about that in advance. 
Now, on to the next movie. The next movie is quite special and something that I'm actually looking forward to because someone got choked slammed in the freaking trailer. And that is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Now, Into the Spider-Verse was a proper game changer for animated film. And a second trip with Miles Morales is reportedly set to focus on his tiptoeing horn for Gwen Stacy. Part of the joy of the first film, though, was the head-spinning originality and the many, many surprises it had up its sleeves. So perhaps the lack of info here is actually a good thing. So we should um, keep ourselves on our toes and just hope for the best, you know? But, I mean, based on what I've seen in the trailer, Spider-Man 99 going crazy on Miles' ass, I just have to tell you, I don't like Puerto Ricans, but this seems like a very valid reason. Like, man, what did the nigga do to make them mad mad? Like, what did the nigga do to make them niggas that mad? Okay, at the, um, uh, it's not last but not least, but it's also one of the movies that we're going to be checking out in 2023. And that is Guardians of the Freaking Galaxy Volume 3. And that'll be out in 5th May 2023. Now, the other big MCU tank being wheeled onto the lawn is the next Guardians film, which will see Peter Quill trying to... Oh, Oh, okay. Uh, S'il vous plaît, uh, can you play the other version? Yeah, we're going to have to end this. Um, I'll check back in with you guys later. Thanks so much for listening and um, take care of yourselves. Young Titan out.